Thanks for listening. For earlier access to these episodes, access to Ask Me Anything sessions, and extended breakdowns of historical and current events, please consider joining our warning premium community by clicking the link in the description to this episode. Do you know who these people are? I suspect you know the ones on the right, but not the two on the left. Why is that? Why do you know who Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene are, but not the two members of Congress on the left? Why is it that Colin Alrich and Abigail Spanberger are in household names, but Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert are? Let's talk about Colin Alred for a second. He's running for the U.S. Senate from the state of Texas, and he may well be the general election candidate who would face off against Ted Cruz. Colin Alred could beat Ted Cruz. But whether he does or not doesn't really matter. His character does, though, because there are profound lessons in it. It was my privilege recently to spend some time with Colin Alred on the Warning Podcast. Let me tell you a story about him. He never knew his father. He was raised by his mother. But he found his way to Baylor College and onto the football team. Colin Allred says that, if not for football, all of the good things in his life wouldn't have happened. It's a tough sport. He played it very, very well and hard. He loved his teammates, and they loved him. And he made it all the way to the NFL. When one day he found himself severely injured, a neck injury, I asked him about it. And Colin Allred told me what went through his mind when he was lying on the field. It was in the middle of a conversation about optimism and pessimism. And Colin Allred said in that moment he knew his NFL career was over, that he would never play football again. And the only thought in his head was, I guess, well, I'm going to law school now. And he did. And then he went on to serve his country in the Obama administration, and then was elected to the United States Congress. He's a person of character, pragmatism, common sense. Why don't you know his name? Abigail Spanberger could have done anything she wanted with her career. She chose to become an officer in the Central Intelligence Agency. She chose to serve her country. She is an absolute expert in national security issues. She studies. She takes her jobs seriously. She cares deeply about the national security of the United States. Why don't you know her name? Why hasn't she been made a household name by the American media like these two loons? Marjorie Taylor Greene is a loon. A nut job. That's what she would have been thought of, seen as, and called not so long ago in America. She's a bizarre and peculiar person in a country filled with them. Until very recently, the country as a whole has understood that whatever it is that these people may do, and wherever they may find themselves, Certainly, it shouldn't be in a position of political power 
where they author the laws that affects how the rest of us live our lives. Marjorie Taylor Greene is an anti-Semite. She is a QAnon adherent. And she is so profoundly unfit that she was stripped of her committee assignments, justifiably and appropriately so. Marjorie Taylor Greene has been rehabilitated substantially, at least in her political standing in Washington, by two people, Kevin McCarthy and Donald Trump. Kevin McCarthy needed Marjorie Taylor Greene because Marjorie Taylor Greene, at the moment Kevin McCarthy needed votes, was viewed as the craziest person in the room. And he needed the craziest person in the room to have the bona fides to get the votes from the other people in the Freedom Caucus that incidentally just kicked Marjorie Taylor Greene out, siding with Lauren Boebert in their feud. The Freedom Caucus is a hive of extremism and sedition in the United States Congress. What the Freedom Caucus produced was Mark Meadows. What the Freedom Caucus produced is Donald Trump. It is the epicenter of MAGA insanity in the House of Representatives, and it is the wellspring of Marjorie Taylor Greene's power. Marjorie Taylor Greene should have been laughed at, should have been derided. Any decent, normal person with a position of responsibility and power in the United States Congress would look at Marjorie Taylor Greene and say no thank you on any given day, but not Donald Trump. Because Marjorie Taylor Greene is nuts, because Marjorie Taylor Greene is ignorant, because Marjorie Taylor Greene is anti-Semitic, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a political star, made so by the billion-dollar Trump industrial complex. What the American people are shown on a daily basis is this is politics. Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene, this is the choice. And that choice that's laid out to the American people produces apathy, indifference. And what millions and millions of Americans say, it's too broken for me to pay attention to it at all. And when that happens, we are on the doorstep of losing democracy. Lassitude. It's the word for the type of political indifference and apathy that can rise up and destroy a democracy. We have a lassitude problem in America. We have an apathy problem. We have become detached as citizens from the concept of obligation and responsibility, that we are temporary stewards of the United States of America. We are custodians of a treasure, a gift that's been passed down to us, a work of genius that over time has become a document of justice that preserves the rights and the dignities of every person in America, 
regardless of race or creed or religion or the country that they were born in. That document, the Constitution of the United States, is what the president raises their hand and swears an oath of allegiance to in 35 words. It's the same oath that every president has taken from George Washington to Joe Biden. And in it, the president promises to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Preserve, protect, and defend. What he did was try to burn it down. What he did was try to take power and liberty from the American people, installing himself as leader and among his greatest cheerleaders in the effort, among America's most prolific liars in the cause, one of America's most committed conspiracy loons was at his side all the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene, perhaps the most unfit member of Congress in a sea of unfitness. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning, daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt, S-T-E-V-E-S-C-H-M-I-D-T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching. But Marjorie Taylor Greene has thrived in this era. How much? Let's take in this quote. It is astounding. Marjorie Taylor Greene is thinking about her future. Will she be a senator? Might she be in the cabinet? Maybe she'll be the vice president. And after that, who knows? Let's see what Marjorie Taylor Greene says about it. She was asked a question about whether she's going to run for the Senate against Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. She said, haven't made up my mind whether I'll do that or not. I have a lot of things to think about. Am I going to be part of President Trump's cabinet if he wins? Is it possible that I'll be VP? Is it possible that Marjorie Taylor Greene will be the vice presidential nominee? And the answer to that question is, yes, it is. It's entirely possible that thousands of MAGA Republicans will be cheering for the conspiracy theorist and grotesquerie at the next Republican convention hoping to put her into the National Command Authority one heartbeat away 
from the office of President of the United States, where she would be Commander-in-Chief of the world's most potent weapons and largest nuclear arsenal. Isn't that a nice thought? Here's the thing, though. Trump is collapsing. His approval levels are down to 35%. The American people can see through the bullshit and the lies. The American people know they are seeing insanity at hand. The American people know that we don't live in a banana republic, despite the aspirations of 35% of the country for us to do so. The American people understand, though our criminal justice system is flawed and broken at some level, it still works. And that they have trust and faith in the men and women who seek to preserve the traditions of the rule of law, who seek to preserve and protect the Constitution of the United States. Most Americans have not surrendered their intellectual agency. Most Americans have the judgment to understand that QAnon is nonsense. Most Americans have the judgment to be able to keep themselves out of the internet rabbit hole. Most Americans have common sense and intellectual capacity. And the simple truth is, most Americans can be trusted with responsibility, though Marjorie Taylor Greene is not amongst them. We should never be in favor of broad generalizations. And certainly, there's no such thing as just collective guilt. Marjorie Taylor Greene won an election. She is the person her district from the state of Georgia chose amongst them, amongst 800,000 people, to represent them in Washington, D.C. Let's just say it doesn't reflect well on their community. But Marjorie Taylor Greene isn't going beyond that community. She won't be elected statewide in a state like Georgia, just like Ron DeSantis has flamed out at a national level because Florida is so out of touch with the rest of America. Marjorie Taylor Greene's district is out of touch with Georgia and also the country. If that's their idea of a leader, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is deluded enough to believe that that's how the rest of the country sees her, her next campaign for a higher office will be an interesting experience and I suspect very enjoyable for all the rest of us. The bottom line about failing and flailing autocratic movements is they don't give up the fight easily. As we get closer to the end of MAGA, it will get hotter, it will get crazier, it will become more prone to violence. But it is collapsing, and we know that because Donald Trump's numbers are slipping. And the people who are starting to walk away are Republicans. Republicans understand. The party's at its end. Making Donald Trump the nominee again 
will destroy it. And it will take down with it scores and scores and scores of the cowardly men and women who didn't have the guts and integrity to stand up against this nonsense for seven years. Marjorie Taylor Greene will be a footnote to history. A loon who temporarily had the spotlight shine on her. She's had her 15 minutes. Her time is nearly up. Her fantasies are growing hotter. But understand, they're delusional, like her political views, like her anti-Semitic conspiracies, and like her belief that Donald Trump won an election that he lost. What's the job of President of the United States? It's to keep us safe. What type of sick society would ever put this woman into a position like that?